listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. My mama was raised in the era when clean water was only served to the fair skin. Doing clothes, you would have thought I had help, but they wasn't satisfied unless I picked the cotton myself. You see, it's broke nigga racism that's that don't touch anything in the store. It's rich nigga racism that's come in police by mo. What you want? A Bentley, a fur coat, a diamond chain? All you blacks want all the same things. Used to only be niggas, but now everybody playing. Spending everything on Alexander Wayne, new slaves. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test podcast your host rod and karen and we are live on a tuesday mm-hmm. right? i'm still stopped up karen's still stopped up but she's in here giving an extra 110 percent i really am i do love y'all so in case you be like karen's voice don't sound the same that's why i am drinking some i don't know cinnamon apple tea whatever the hell this is this is delicious mm, that herbal tea is good man yeah cinnamon stick apple punch whatever it is it's good yep so um all kinds of stuff is happening today um so you know we'll be talking about it because that's what we does um the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme um and i guess we can just get right into the news all kinds of stuff is happening um okay um so i i guess first of all um the big news uh Kanye's doing interviews uh you know he's been promoting his album he's been saying a lot of wild stuff on twitter and you know with the trump support shit and uh the um uh the you know the the kind of like people trying to reach out to him and him like putting the text on twitter and stuff we talked a little bit about it yesterday and you know i think one fame is just not it's just like a fish in a glass bowl like it nobody it doesn't seem like anyone's in a position to truly reach out to him and if even if they could i mean it's only so much you can do with a grown adult that decides hey i'm doing what the fuck i want to do um but i feel like he took it to another level today so he went to tmz and he did uh did like a round of interview like an interview with them he did an interview with um charlemagne on youtube i think it's like an hour long and stuff and i've seen some of the excerpts from the interview i've seen some of the quotes i mean he talks about he got addicted to opioids after he got liposuction which is another thing that makes me think about you know that do you feel uh, that i'm that pressure with his um image and his body and especially with that you know the kardashian family is all about image and body modification and shit it makes me wonder if um that pressure fucks with you fame because like every time you see kanye put on any weight or something you see people like tweeting about him talking about him making jokes and shit um you know as much as these celebrities are are you know uh, uh, uh disattached from us they also still are human and i bet you that shit fucks with them mm-hmm. um and then uh so he got off of opioids um and then he has an album coming out and he's talking about like working on a whole lot of projects at the same time um you know i'm gonna make beats for nas i'm gonna do i'm gonna put an album out with kid cuddy i'm gonna do this like it's just all over the place and it's been that way for a while so you know as as with all fame shit it opens up the platform to let's go interview this dude because they want him to have more wild sound bites and and just saying shit that you know especially if he is having some sort of mental health issue or some crisis or spiraling or whatever 
this is the time where people are gonna be like put a mic in his face this is when we get the kanye that gives us clicks so that's what happened with tmz they uh he went there feeling do do you feel i'm being free and i'm thinking free i I actually i actually oh wait this is actually the second clip i meant to play the first one i'm sorry so he also had a clip where he said that um he feels slavery is a choice um that was a choice that uh people made black people made for 400 years um yeah that's that's the one that set everything off. i don't think people necessarily understand what happened last week with the great america uh, make, yeah, america make america great, great again hat what are you trying to do with the message you're sending well it was really just my subconscious it was a feeling i had you know like people were taught how to think we're taught how to feel. We don't know how to think for ourselves. We don't know how to feel for ourselves. People say feel free, but they don't really want us to feel free. And uh, I felt a freedom in, first of all, just doing something that everybody tells you not to do. I just love Trump. That's my boy. Like, uh, you know, it's like so many rappers. You'll look at a video of Snoop Dogg loving Trump, but then he get in the office and now they don't love him. Like, Trump is one of rap's favorite people, no, right? But we, we, we talk about <laughs> yeah. this, that before... Now, one of the things I think that's interesting here, um, the the thing where he talks about freedom and doing what people don't want you to do, I mean, that has kind of been Kanye's modus operandi from day one. Like, everything he's accomplished has been people telling him, you can't do this. But at the same time, where does that cutoff start? Like, at what point do you go, well, now I'm only doing this because people say I shouldn't do it. And sometimes people are right. You know, that's situations where people are like, yeah, you shouldn't do this because it's bad for you, it's bad to do and it's something we talk about on the show all the time but being contrarian isn't the same as always being smart you know correct and the ultimate example of that is the black people who are anti-black and they go well my anti-blackness means i'm not like the rest of you black people because i'm actually smart and i'm actually a good person and 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 these white people have it right and and it's always like free thinking is always thought of in black circles or, or you know the coon circles the people that are promoted as free thinkers are always the people that just believe whatever white people have been telling us like the free thinkers are jason whitlock and um uh, St- uh stacy dash and uh candace owens and it's always just somebody that's saying stuff that will piss off the black people around them but it makes white people f- feel great like that like it's not like like it's not like these things are so controversial to say to white folks they're controversial to say to your own people and then you classify that as this is me free thinking he yeah. was elected president people yeah. in hip-hop they it was it was an in thing to put donald trump yeah. in your rhyme somewhere yeah. and by the way right. i am in hip-hop but i'm not just in hip-hop i'm a black person, a black community, but I'm not just that. I feel like one thing is people try to minimize me to artists, hip hop, uh, black community. Yeah, I'm always gonna represent that, but I also represent the world. When you hear about slavery. Yeah, that's, that's another thing that's weird that, that minimizing to blackness, like, is always a weird thing, cause it's like, black is not a just, it's not a box, it's not, you're just this now. It's like you're that and you and no nobody's stopping you from being other things but i think in this current iteration of kanye west and the way that he's talking politically black does feel like a box because everyone's saying you shouldn't be saying these things and supporting these racist people and these ahistorical things you shouldn't be doing this as a black person and he's like well that's y'all trying to put me in a box and i'm like dog it's it's just it's also just wrong if you were white it's still wrong you know 
slavery for 400 years. For 400 years? That sounds like a choice. <laughs> like. So that's him. That's the big quote. The slavery sounds like a choice to him. To represent the world. When you hear about slavery for 400 years, for 400 years, that sounds like a choice. <laughs> like, you was there for 400 years and it's all of y'all? You know, like, it's like we're, we're mentally in prison. I like the word prison because slavery goes too, too direct to the uh, idea of blacks. It's like slavery, Holocaust, Holocaust Jews, uh, slavery is blacks. So prison is something that unites us as one race, blacks and whites being one race, uh, that we're one, we're, we're the human race. Do you feel... Okay, so in that situation, there's a lot going on, but I really do think, and this is probably, you know, this is my first time getting to hear it in some sort of context. Um, I really do think that while he was trying to use the allegory of literal slavery, um, and he did say that that sounds like a choice, 400 years of slavery. So he's, it's hard to ignore that. And I, and obviously that's a historical and, and wrong. Um, he then tried to equate it to like, the 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 new the mental slavery and mental prison and we need to break out of that and all this stuff um on the back end which maybe people can get with this idea of you know we don't need to be put in a box and that's why he said it unifies people racially to say prison because everybody can go to prison blah 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 but and that still don't unify us yeah right 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 but 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 his idea is everybody wasn't slaves but prison is a concept we all can understand so if i say you need to break out of your mental prison that that doesn't necessarily imply a black or a white to it correct you see what i'm saying that's why i think he tried he was trying to make an analogy of being trapped in mental you know mental boxes that's what i took from it that being said you can't say that about slavery that's ridiculous it reminds me, you know what that sounds like to me? Um, the Eddie Murphy bit. I ain't hooked up in all that racism shit. My motto is life is just be happy with motherfuckers. I ain't into all that racism shit. Racism ain't as bad as it used to be anyway, man. I mean, it's fucked up, but they don't call niggas niggas no more and shit. White people don't say it, especially when there's niggas around, so I guess I wouldn't know it. <laughs> I went to Texas, though, looking for racism about two months ago. I had a showdown in Texas, got off the plane and shit, walked up looking for racism, but my friends always told me, you better not go to Texas. They'll fuck you up. And when the mother, my modern day brother here, that shit, they be like this, what? They ain't fucking nobody up. Brothers act like they couldn't have been slaves back 200 years ago. It ain't like the motherfuckers did, did, like that shit. I wish I was a slave. I would fuck somebody up. <laughs> shit. Tell me to bail some motherfucking cotton. I would have been on the street and shit. You would have came up and said, hey, yo, nigga, bail this cotton. Oh, said, suck my dick, master. <laughs> suck my motherfucking dick. That's right. I ain't bailing the motherfucker. I wouldn't like that The first dude that got off the boat said that shit. Bail that cotton. Fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> Other motherfuckers say we'll bail the shit. Just keep that. Shit <laughs> Just keep that fucking shit away from me. I got off the motherfucking plane, walked off, got up, walked up my bag, my all my black shit on, black leather, big ass medallion and shit on like this. Little white dude walked up and said, "That's your bag." I said, "Yeah, it's my fucking bag." Why, motherfucker? A black man can't have a suitcase. Uh, but the all to bring back to the point like 
there's kanye's not the first and he's not the last person <laughs> to feel like you know it's like when people wear those shirts like this i ain't my ancestors you can get these hands and shit and it's like black people try every fucking thing to get from under slavery there were so many forms of resistance not just violent forms there were revolutions at places it's just a very ill-informed thing to say man like i just i don't feel like i know we're not supposed to diagnose people from afar but it just don't seem like he's in his right place right now it just doesn't i don't know how i don't know another way to put it without trying i'm not trying to be insensitive but mm-hmm. it doesn't i don't i know and i know his friends have reached out to him but i mean he's preferring to go do these interviews to put the screenshots on twitter oh look john ledger tried to text me he has that choice and right and i mean the people in his family and shit who knows how they feel about it what they're doing to try to reach out to him i mean as much as people um shit on the kardashians i mean that's who put him in rehab last year too so i mean and for all intents and purposes they look like like as far as kim and kim go they look like they care about each other and that's a family so i can't imagine what it's like to have like a love kanye and kim yeah kanye and kim oh you yeah. said kim and kim no i said him and kim oh him and kim okay yeah as far as him and uh i'm about to say Ka- oh, i probably said kanye and then him and then said kim right so okay like, sorry about that guys as far as him and kim go they seem to have i mean that's the mother of his child that's the mm-hmm. father of her child they seem to have like despite the the uh reality show that it is they seem to have some substance to their relationship and i know a lot of people don't like kim kardashian so it's easy for them to just be like it's this but i don't know man mental health shit is different you know like people say well if his mom was here we don't know we don't know what that's a lot to put on one person and if he's having issues that i go beyond like a mama's love like some of this shit might be like being on your meds or not being on your meds some of this might be like certain regimens and shit man some of the shit might be you know being triggered by all this pressure and the fame and um and the way people are um consuming you like i just can't imagine um being in those shoes because i don't think it's as simple as um in all fairness i don't think this shit is as simple as when like a person makes a conscientious choice like say stephen a smith or jason whitlock or sheriff clark to pivot towards conservatism in a way that derides black people and um and so that they can covet favoritism with white people at least as of right now i don't think that's as simple as what kanye is doing and that's and that's kind of scary to me because it doesn't seem very thought out like at least with when some of these people coon out it's kind of a a, a pattern to it's kind of like an order to it where you're like right oh okay stacy dash is doing this for coins stacy dash don't give a fuck up like it's almost amoral she don't care about black people white people nothing she care about getting her coins she got plenty of debt and she gonna get out of it by being on fox news every week because white people stupid enough to give you this money and it's fucked up i still judge that choice but this is something different he's not desperate for money he's not desperate for attention um these ideas are not thought out at all they're ahistorical they're factual. if you do any level of reading or research you can clearly be like this is not obviously this is not true black people definitely didn't fucking uh just 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 it's i mean it's almost laughable but it's like black people did not sit around and just go um oh i guess we'll be slaves i know you know what i want to be today 
a motherfucking slave for 400 years it's a choice i made every day i wake up i'm gonna just be a slave you know so it's not like i don't i believe that right now he thinks he believes him but i feel like because of con- the statements songs things he's done in the past i just refuse to believe and maybe it's me you know because sometimes i do err on the side or a little too much empathy people probably out there rolling their eyes now but i i legitimately don't think he believes this shit and i think he having like a breakdown or some shit you know and it's and it's in a room full of jackals no nobody no one's gonna nobody truly care about this dude in that room Mm -mm. when they got the cameras on because like this they're just their dicks are getting hard like look how many clicks we're gonna get you know Mm -hmm. Um, feel that i'm feeling do do you feel that i'm being free and i'm thinking free i i actually i actually don't think you're thinking anything i think now this is a black dude that works at tmz that is clearly trying to get the uh mvp award okay because he's still he <laughs> he's at work and i feel like a lot of people would have just let that shit cook because he kanye stood up and addressed the entirety of the tmz office and so this brother with the hoodie was like um actually i do have something to say i actually don't think you're thinking anything i think what you're doing right now is actually the absence of thought and the reason why i feel like that it's because, because Kanye, Kanye, you're entitled to your opinion. You're entitled to believe whatever you want. But there is fact and real world, real life consequence behind everything that you just said. And while you are making music and being an artist and living the life that you've earned by being a genius, the rest of us in society have to deal with these threats to our lives. We have to deal with the marginalization that has come from the 400 years of slavery that you said for our people was a choice. Frankly, I'm disappointed. I'm appalled. And brother, I am unbelievably hurt by the fact that you have morphed into something, to me, that's not real. And then Kanye came over to him later. you got to be responsible, man. Bro, I'm sorry you I gotta, hurt you. You got to be responsible. No, I'm sorry I nah, hurt you, man, bro. bro. Your you voice is too big. You got that was the end of the clip um but yeah i mean that dude echoed the sentiments of a lot of people um a lot of us black people sitting around that feel that way but i I don't know if kanye's in a place to even receive that you know i I really don't so i and it's weird because i i understand the other side of this too which is a lot of black people really don't give a fuck whatever his mental health is doing right now it's offensive it's fucked up he's aiding and abetting a lot of racist people that will sit around and use him as fuel these republicans that are now clamoring to him and trump signing hats and shit like there's a lot of black people who have been incensed and we've been in survival mode and we've been in fight fight mode since november 2016 if not much longer and this is just another slap in the face of those people and i like i said i don't know that his case is the same as other people that have kind of made a living saying these kind of things as as of yet i don't know who knows tomorrow he may go even further i don't know but i don't this just seemed like another kanye spiral to me and, and i say that you know i'm sorry if i'm offending people or whatever like you ain't got a right to show i understand that it's, it, it can be uh callous to to look from afar and be like i think something's going on with this person but i don't know what else to say you know what i mean like how do you how do you have something else to say about this shit 
you know like when i first saw the clip i i almost like i laughed out loud not out of like oh that black dude told him but because i was like i don't even know how you how like i laugh at things sometimes because i don't know how to receive them right or how to properly respond to it yeah and then later when i when i watched it again before the show i was like i just felt incredibly sad i'm like this is sad man because like who would help him if he like you know what i mean we we stay trying to i mean every every person has issues every person is quote-unquote problematic and i this is not to say kanye was the wokest nigga before all this like kanye got his issues too like this is you know i'm not trying to you can't use mental health to divorce somebody from all their issues and shit you can still be an asshole and, and be dealing with mental issues and shit like that it's not that but this shit right here just feels different to me and that's that's just the best way i can put it um so i i don't you know and i and i mean people are interested in everything and i think because he went away for a while it almost makes people more interested correct you know what i'm saying like because he did take that break it's like oh kanye's back and he acted crazy yes yes this is what i want this is what the society wants like as opposed to like um that next level of empathy you would have to have to be like i don't think this is healthy right that's why i mean i don't think it's healthy yeah like this don't feel this doesn't feel like just kanye being provocative this feel like some other shit man um you know with all that workload and shit i really hope yeah because i think one of the things people talk about and like i said i don't know what issues necessarily has i don't know it you know but one of the things people talk about the manic state is for a lot of people they feel like their creativity comes from the manic state and sometimes people will go off meds to reach the manic state because like oh my, my my creativity can't flow unless i am out here like like beyond the limits of of my mind almost i hope that's not what it is man because like when he was mentioning all that shit he was working on and it was just like project after project after project i'm like when are you even gonna have the time like you know what i'm saying like that's such a workload i'm gonna do nas i'm gonna do a joint out with cuddy i got the new shoes coming i'm gonna do this it was just like okay you know when the facts were wrong about like his shoe brand and like it's the number one skunk shoe in the country i make the most money off shoes than anybody i do this i'm like man this don't don't like that in, in text you're like this don't sound right but maybe it's just kanye being kanye right when you see the video it's hard to just it's kanye being kanye it's hard dog like he said some things before in interviews where i'm just like yeah he's eccentric what's wrong with that right you know when he's called himself a genius so he says i'm the voice of a generation you know a lot of time he'd be right i'm like kanye kind of is the voice of a generation i don't like are we mad at him for being a genius for saying do you not think he's a genius or you just mad that he said it himself but then moments like this i'm just like i don't know bro <sighs> anyway man uh it's kind of depressing dog i i uh i just hope everything works out with that dude man because i I don't, I don't know what's gonna happen you know and if it's and if it's something where you get a down uh to match your high like if it's one of those things who knows what the down would be from this shit you know because this didn't seem like he was joking around to me you know maybe other people feel that way but it, it didn't you know and i'm sure there's people that are way more versed and 
mental health arenas that can discuss this shit but like i said we're probably pissing all i'm probably pissing all kinds of people off because i don't know the rules to talking about this shit but um i hope i hope i hope he's okay that's what i mainly took from that video yeah, i hope he's okay and my biggest thing and that i wish for everybody i hope he finds peace mm-hmm. you know because it's one of those things where you, it's just so much going on and you know sometimes it's okay to say something just it just don't look right you know and you don't have to diagnose it or give it a name but you're going this right this behavior does not look right yeah like because anyone that's even read or seen anything about slavery would be like come on man like that was a big thing for like where i whereas the internet social media is more like ha 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 this nigga said this well let me tell y'all about slavery let me tell y'all what the the acts of resistance black people had i was like i don't even feel like this about being a teachable moment like he just don't know i feel like he just in a place where it's not even registering his brain right now like he really is like that eddie murphy joke in his mind you know so i hope he i hope he okay bro that's because i just can't see nobody with that much money and power and notoriety i can't see anybody helping him that that he won't allow to help other than maybe his close family because like i said his friends and shit he actively blowing up their spots for trying to help so uh hopefully the people in that house see more than just a fucking check in there and the thing is these moments i don't be feeling like this is like oh kim and them trying to like get money for the show they don't be putting this shit on tv you know what i mean like this ain't this is not keeping up with the kardashians type shit no this some other shit like keeping up with the kardashians is boring basically Come but on. people keep watching it you know yeah, it's yeah they do it's, we got sandwiches today and then you know play some quirky yeah, music we got butt injections you know, yeah Botox. But, yeah but even that. with that that's not every week no it's not like like they keep a lot of reality off the show it's a lot of like uh should we or should we not get ice cream and they'll make 30 minutes out of that right or go Did, shopping yeah yeah mental health breakdown is not really their thing Mm-mm. how much of that shit will lamar odom happen off screen like come on they tried to have the, the fun cool shit on tv and then it's this drug addiction shit which everyone did want to see that's it they're not putting it on tv so i don't think it's i don't think they're i don't think this is all like stage for tv and shit it just feel like some other shit i don't think it's for the album any even the songs he put out last week sound hella rushed it's not like he just made those up last week and they weren't good you know what i mean which made me be like this ain't this don't seem like a plan you know what i mean it's not like he said that and then he dropped like i don't know power or some shit and you go god damn he had this plan from the beginning like sound like he threw something together in in, in four or five days and was like oh wait till they hit it on friday they'll finally understand <coughs> anyway uh school backtracks on plan for modesty ponchos at the prom it's that time of year yep it's prom time time for people to make uh young teen girls feel bad about their bodies right and that and the fact that men can't help but be attracted to them right and and it 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 makes me mad makes me mad every year (laughs) i mean it, it it just does because it's one of those things where it's always something come out you sent her home because she was too big. You sent her home because her body, you know, and yeah. a lot of times it's targeted towards black women, black young brown women. I think it's, yeah, it's definitely targeted with, towards with, women that people associate with sex. Right, and it makes me mad because you can have a white a white girl 
or, or, or like or like and not even a white girl like a straight almost like a more of a straight framed person mm-hmm. with a curvy person wearing the exact same dress but you're gonna get two different responses out of it right because of the way that their body is shaped and that's development and shit like that and the thing about it as a young woman you already are dealing with body issues you deal with titties and ass and all this shit you got hormones and pimples you're dealing with a lot of shit and then for somebody to come in and embarrass you at one of your biggest events at that age you know the prime is big for a lot of people at that age so you're planning for this event you get your dress together you give everything together for you to get there and you can't get in or they want to motherfucking cover you up when, when i you know what what you, i don't see y'all giving out um a ponchos to, to dick prince what the fuck are we talking about here it's not the same Mm-hmm. Administrators at Divine Child are using what they're calling a modesty poncho. It's a piece of fabric, some of them colorful with patterns, that they'll be handing out at prom if the girls' dresses don't meet their requirements. I do believe that the school has gone very far with this. This Divine Child student didn't want her name or face out there. She's worried about pushback from her school for speaking out against a new prom policy, the so-called modesty poncho. They're going to put a scarlet letter S on her. For... Right. So you're going to have, and everybody going to know what the fuck it is. Right. Fucking up her pictures. You know so this shit ain't going to match her dress. They're mm-hmm. on mannequins around the Catholic school. As we walk into prom, we are to shake hands with all the teachers. And um, as you walk through, if a teacher deems that your dress is inappropriate, you will be given a poncho at the door. She says it's a form of shaming. Who knows what will happen to others who try and speak out against it. The school already requires students and parents to sign off on a detailed agreement of dress guidelines for the dance next month. The poncho is an add-on this year that theology teacher Mary Pat O'Malley came up with. Uh, We are trying to focus on the inner beauty of people um, and not draw attention to something that doesn't really need to have attention drawn to it. She says the mannequins donning the ponchos is to give girls enough time to get a dress that fits their parameters. It was really intended as a deterrent and a very lighthearted one at that. O'Malley and the high school principal tell us parents haven't complained, but the interpretation of this by at least some parents isn't good. It's a method of shaming. A method of bullying, a method of degrading, degrading the females. The student who talked with Fox 2 says her classmate was disciplined for taking to social media to voice complaints about the policy. The administration could not confirm nor deny that. She already knows what she's going to do if she's handed one of these modesty ponchos. I would refuse the poncho, and if I'm not able to attend my prom, then that is fine. I would be okay with going to dinner somewhere else dressed up in dearborn jessica dupnack fox 2 news it's also about control too right mm-hmm. and, and and the problem i have with this why does me as a student have to come to a prom and fucking shake every administrator hand so basically every teacher that's there has got to gaze and look and ogle at my fucking body in my goddamn dress for why nigga for why and the thing is, when it comes to it, it's up to the person's individual discretion. Like, you can say, no crop tops, no this, no that. But if I'm a person with big-ass titties, you gonna see them titties. Everybody gonna see them titties. It is gonna be a problem. I'm a person with a big old ass. I could be within the dress code, but if you feel like it is too appropriate or your dick get hot, it's a motherfucking problem. Don't do this. Yeah, even the fact that she didn't want to get an interview on camera showing her face. Right. Like that, like 
the amount of slut shaming and shit that they would have done oh she's one of those she want to wear she want to wear her dress a certain way she must be a slut you know like and it's all about a matter of controlling a woman's bodies controlling girls bodies and those uh those ideas live within women for the rest of their lives in many cases you know it's one of the reasons that we always talk about how um women can be complicit in patriarchy and misogyny and shit as well well what did they learn it from shit like school and you just never question it i mean no offense to religious people I'm not trying to knock it but it just so happens they're learning it the same place you learn not to question religion you know what i mean it is this way because we told you it's this way okay well what other things are you teaching me outside of that well also you gotta dress a certain way also certain gender roles within your relationships also sexually you need to be this way it's a lot of shit that we learn from these unquestioned these sources that are unquestionable or you're a bad christian you're a bad person for daring to be like i hear what you said but i feel like that's just one choice you can make in life and not the be all end all don't become a bad person because i choose not to have a uh monogamous marriage or or because um uh i'm lgbtq or because um i have sex before marriage or something i i'm not a bad person you don't get to put that label on me and this is part of that shit to me is this idea of you your titties were out how dare you well i mean i gotta put on fucking poncho i gotta shake everybody's hand i gotta get this you know what i mean like this mentality stripped into me already now supposedly they're backing off of this okay so uh supposedly like they got enough of a but response. no parents complain somebody motherfucking complain for right. you to back off right i bet you it was probably pushed around people started started saying hey i'm going to boycott the prime or people was like you know what hey let's let's do let's hold our host our own events outside of the prime on the same day and fuck them yeah and I, I think the parents a lot of times don't feel the need to complain because a lot of parents are also complicit in this yes they are it's like the reason i sent you to a christian school is so i because i don't want you to act you know quote-unquote secular you know anyway um is a microwave a stove a hot dog a meal the answer could affect hundreds of at south carolina bars what there are no bars in south carolina karen those beachfront tiki bars backwoods roadhouses and big city dive bars now we've been to places that appear to be bars in south carolina yeah right i'm looking at you like nigga what they are not bars at all karen they are restaurants all of them only servers in restaurants and hotels can mix a cocktail or pour a shot in south carolina but critics say that many establishments have skirted the law uh with state regulators consent by heating up a hot dog in a microwave or offering the other minimal fare so if you offer any little bit of food at all then they say because there's no the bars are illegal in south carolina okay you cannot have an establishment that only is a bar Um, only serves alcohol yes so what you need to do is say you serve food Mm. so then they'll they'll say we heated up a hot dog in the microwave and now that counts it sure does it's food well now a challenge to the liquor licenses of two bars in columbia's five points could change all of that a south carolina administrative court judge has ruled that a microwave does not constitute a kitchen and heating up a hot dog does not constitute preparing a meal uh if judge deborah durden's april ruling holds what are holds through what are expected to be a string of appeals up to and including the south carolina supreme court the whole drinking landscape of the palmetto state could change what the fuck is wrong with why why do you care 
because it's a goddamn hater out there karen mm-hmm. why if uh, they serve me food it's a motherfucker if 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 i pay for it it is a meal there's a man called dick harputlin or harputlin he says i'm trying to clean up five points he's leading a crusade by neighbors living around five points district to reverse the spread of late night college bars if this causes ripples across the state that's not my problem so he got they got tired of living around these college hooligans fucking up their lawns pissing on shit throwing up all over the place you know how college kids do when they get drunk mm-hmm. they live in a college town and they said you know what enough of this shit uh, y'all shouldn't even be able to serve alcohol because you're not restaurants so that's what happened they challenged the liquor license renewals of a dozen or more late night five points bars that mostly catered to university of south carolina students many of whom are underage and use fake ids which makes sense because you know this this is more money for those towns right so i guarantee they looked the other way on them ids come on the thought that extra revenue you about to fuck people money up people gonna fight you against this you can't be fucking up the money the throngs of students who gather in the bars after midnight result in vandalism <laughs> violence public drunkenness and lure behavior the neighbors claim the legal balance the legal battle now is focused on the liquor stores or two late night bar i mean liquor licenses or two late night bars the five points roofs currently uh which is formerly the carolina poorhouse and rooftop bar both ostensibly owned by the same people the roost has already been denied a liquor license in part for not meeting the kitchen and food requirements but will appeal according to the owner's attorney mike montgomery um so yeah man so basically they forced and it was like if you're gonna be you gotta have like a full kitchen so we got out like a stove and the fryers and, and all the refrigerator and, and all, all the that. regulations that come along with having a kitchen and the health inspection and yeah you're gonna cost the food co- like you're gonna cost them a bunch of um unnecessary um extra fees and shit that they're not willing to pay mm-hmm. so yep that's uh that's wild now well, i just think south carolina because the revenue is already there would probably just pass a law saying you can have bars after that but come on who knows you know this uh, disrupting the entire state so ecosystem have, right so you have other places because that's not the only quote-unquote college town it's other might not be as big but other you know universities in the state of south carolina there's these little college towns and they go like well now all of a sudden you fucking up our money our revenue our source of income um cynthia nixon the sex in the city former actress mm-hmm. um she is running for uh governor of new york and she hired our girl Eldre williams yay political strategist uh-huh she fights for what's right mm-hmm whether it's day or night Eljoy williams political strategist Ooh, what you know about um yes we love Eljoy. shout out to the homie elon james making that song i know right mm-hmm y'all y'all tried to y'all tried to throw him into y'all tried to cancel him throw him in the trash but he's still around mm-hmm uh anyway Eljoy um is now joining cynthia nixon's gubernatorial campaign as a senior advisor making decisions on everything from voter outreach policy fundraising and communications so i'm good that's you know friend of the show um you know met her at the dnc when it was in charlotte in like 2000 i don't know eight or so um and uh yeah it was it was she's a really cool person really she's nice to, to know her uh she has her own podcast called civic sunday if you guys are trying to get civically engaged she's on serious 
she's on yeah it's a great podcast a great place to listen um and uh this is the reason that we always said we did not want to have her on the show too much no we couldn't do that Mm-mm, her mm-hmm. her and her and june and her and they over there doing their thing imagine the clips they would have of her playing against the race and nope and they and, and they'd be trying to destroy mm-hmm. cynthia nixon's campaign mm-hmm. chances by See? just being like what about that time miss miss williams mm-hmm. what about that time you said it was a uh pick a ninny is this who you want reading out to the black community? Nope, nope. That that's why we love Eljoy from afar, and we tell her to go on get it. You gonna be somebody. When you said the answer was whiter than the sheets to KKK wear, <laughs> you really think you're the choice to help the New York governor? I don't mm-mm, think so. Mm-mm. She gonna be somebody, governor, senator, mayor, president, somewhere? Nope. Mm-hmm. They would have found them receipts. Uh, we not gonna be the reason why. I'm, matter of fact, I'm gonna go find all the old episodes she was on Mm-mm. Mm-mm. and just put them behind the paywall. Come on, not not for free. You won't. Mm-mm. You gonna pay? Um. Uh, all right. Let's see what else we can talk about. Um. But yeah, happy for her, man. Me too. Sierra said future misses visits with their son uh a lot. He misses scheduled visits 37 percent of the time that's a lot i mean look 63 percent of the time he make it it just depends on how you look at it i mean it could be a positive you miss a lot mm. yeah that's the thing though the bar so low for men right right that, that yeah I, yeah i saw people really defending this <laughs> like well it's travel he busy he doing mm-hmm. this i'm like mm-hmm for all y'all that really take up for that dude and vilify Ciara um when they had their custody shit and she they were in court and shit a lot of people vilified that woman a lot of people made it seem like she was being an evil bitch trying to keep him away from his kid and uh they turned it into money conversation you just doing this for child support meanwhile she's worth more than this nigga and married to a nigga that's worth more than this nigga and then um and and when that dog don't hunt it's just well you know these evil bitches keeping people away from their kids and then you turn around it's like well here's the schedule and we gotta go back to court because he ain't seeing this kid most of the time she said he canceled at the last minute imagine this your kid man imagine that's your daddy you waiting on daddy come get you in it's a 50 50 chance this nigga coming Mm-mm-mm. so yeah. she said it causes conflicts with her schedule because you have to wait he's supposed to come get the kid so you're making plans for stuff without the kid probably this nigga don't show up half the time and now you got the kid and you got to figure out what you're gonna do and rearrange your plans and then furthermore he (laughs) reportedly leaves his son with his grandmother and or great-grandmother in atlanta thus sierra's unable to facetime the child moreover sierra says her son future has health issues that are worsening by constant travel frequent trips also reportedly leave him exhausted resulting in emotional breakdowns at school Sierra is not asking it's hard for, for adults they're not trying to find it's difficult for adults to do a lot of traveling so imagine what it does to a child mm-hmm. she's asking for mediation to work on improving their son's schedule um so we'll see but yeah i saw people already trying to figure a way out to mm-hmm. make this her fault too yeah and like i said i i feel about this i'm tired of people um and not only not in the future but just the bar, like I said, the bar for men is just so low. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of people supporting ain't shit men. 
everything they do is got to be some motherfucking excuse but when it comes to the woman it is a fucking zero tolerance fuck you mm-hmm. i mean it's literally a zero tolerance i'm tired fuck you bitch get out here and do something i'm i'm mentally ex- ex- drained fuck you bitch you know and then the thing that really frustrates me about all this is that ownership that men feel like they have on women bodies if i put my penis in you one time i fucking own you forever not so you know, if I'm not fucking you, you're not supposed to fuck nobody else. That's not so either. You don't own me nor my body. Sierra actually moved on, got another man, got married, but she's still a hoe. I like, like, shit like that just makes me mad because, and it lets me know that it's a whole lot of ain't shit niggas. So for, for women that are single out here online, pay attention to what these niggas is putting out and posting out there online. Pay attention to how they talk about women how they talk about their mamas and their aunts and their uncles and their sisters pay that shit attention because what they say they think the same motherfucking thing about you you are not above it yep everything you just said all right let's get into our next section just fucking with those black people just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find different articles to make us feel fucked with and we assign point scores from zero to 100 in intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody all right let's do it everybody context matters people are coming to Issa ray's defense after folks try to call her out for a passage on dating from her 2015 book so she had a book called the misadventures of awkward black girl mm-hmm. she published it three years ago and someone took a screen took a screenshot of the physical book that they were reading and they circled a passage that um was talking about um dating okay um and if you read the whole page and if you read the uh, read the book some of what she says is comical satirical obviously it's Issa Rae uh she's you know the the book is also comedy right anyway so I'll just read some of it uh the page stars educated black women are too high maintenance high strong and independent they don't need men there is a widening gap between the education of black women and men which doesn't leave many suitable suitors unfortunately the higher one's degree as a black woman the lower your chances are getting married add on to the compound the stereotypes of being loud complicated and difficult black women your reputation sucks asian men are also overburdened with racial stereotypes that don't really work in their favors why wouldn't women want to marry and reproduce with men who are classified as intelligent hard workers maybe because asian men are frequently emasculated in the media or presented as sexless props for comedic relief oh if you if only they could absorb the burden of black male stereotypes genitalia exaggerations included maybe their their demand would increase maybe that would make all the difference instead the plight of asian men is nearly the same as that of black women except for the fact that their women tend to marry white and or the other far more often in fact asian americans have the highest rate of intermarriage um asian men your reputation sucks too this is why i propose that black women and asian men join forces in love marriage and procreation educated black women that better what, what better intellectual match for you than an asian man and i'm not talking about filipinos they're the blacks of asians oh i'm talking chinese vietnamese japanese etc 
according to the 2010 census koreans are more inclined to marry black than any other asian group so black women at the college maybe it's a good idea to settle in los angeles or anywhere else where korean town is a hot spot asian men your women are ditching you at an alarming rate and it goes on to be like yeah that's why we need black men and asian women like black women and asian men need to get together now it's tongue-in-cheek a lot of it said in jest i can even i can hear i felt the cringe at the um filipinos are the blacks of asians which you know i cringe the same way when donald glover said in his rap back in the day when he was like i love black girls of every single culture filipino armenian women on my sofa and you're like mm, that's not the same as being a black girl but okay um but it's like a it's, but even that donald glover line is supposed to be comedic in its fetishizing of those women and this i believe was trying to be comedic and even though i you know you can i can see how that joke didn't work i'm not backing up that joke but the point being it was a joke you know what i mean written in a comedy book right right couched in some humor and some truth though which is the part don't nobody want to talk about now what i found interesting though was not even the passage i find the passages to be honest the that joke has been made by other people uh the dude who did um the dude who came up with the concept of fresh off the boat eddie something i can't remember his last name Mm -hmm. he went on um real time and he made the same point in a joking monologue and there were there was backlash to it then Wong, eddie wong yeah i believe that's the name yeah so there was some there was some backlash to the joke then but it's to me it's a joke that it can't escape the reality of the situation so people don't want to laugh at it black women don't want to laugh at it asian men don't want to laugh at it because it's almost like yeah but this is also kind of fucked up right so i understand it's gallows humor at it's you know at best that being said of all the things that could be said about this passage that you might have a problem with and all this stuff what i found to be the most fucked up black men were trying to pretend they were offended by this shit and my head almost exploded i was like are we um are we doing some fake outrage today is that what we doing are we really doing fake outrage are we about to go fragile masculinity all over your timelines on social media over something that is essentially a non-fucking issue the reason that i found their fake outrage and i never use it i never use the term fake outrage i'm using that shit today the reason i found this shit to be so disingenuous and so fucking fake black men celebrate the otherness of non-black women constantly in all our media all the shit we control we are constantly throwing this out there as anything but quote unquote just a black woman please it's everywhere you know what i mean like i'm like if y'all were gonna be offended by the notion of marrying and dating outside of your race you would have been called and quote-unquote canceled so many black artists in the arts that they do in the comedy that they make in the books that they write are you fucking serious y'all would have been up in arms about that episode of atlanta y'all would have been so mad about that speech she gave they would have been so mad kanye talking about it when he get on leave your ass for a white girl 
and literally did that y'all would have been like yeah actually you know what kanye fuck him cancel it wouldn't have took slavery for y'all to be like cancel Kanye. it would have already happened if you just put the word foreign and lyrics into google which i did it's funny because you can screen you can make a screen capture of your phone now so video mm. so i made like a 10 second video of me just putting foreign lyrics rap foreign rap lyrics into like twitter or something like that and i just scrolled down and it was just a whole lot of black male rappers being like celebrating dating women that aren't american that aren't black because when they say foreign they don't really mean not a white girl they literally mean anyone but a black woman is foreign and not to mention exotic we celebrate got songs named that you know um somebody was like well that two chain foreign songs about cars i said okay but what about in mercy when he said all my girls is all my cars is foreign all my bras is foreign that's not about women like we do that constantly as black men why are we even pretending to be mad it's not like you don't get the concept because if someone were to say to you i'm tired of black men celebrating non-black women and their music and their songs and talking about how they how to, how like they're collecting these women that aren't black and that makes them special we would say oh well look it's love don't see all that i mean i just think they're a really cool person or well, why i can't just be attracted to somebody else i got to only be attracted to black women blah 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 but the second that black women take a step outside of that box and go you know what i'm actually opening this pussy for everybody like just business is open i'm just letting people know that the office hours are nine five and uh we do not discriminate by race the second that a black woman would dare say some shit like that it's like we need to shut her down and i'm like and it's also fake rage because you niggas gonna be live tweeting insecure going hashtag team lawrence all summer this summer you know it's just so fake it's so fucking fake man um and 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 the damning reality of the dating game for black women now that we had a statistics to back it up via these dating websites mm-hmm. is um it, nobody gets to call black women the carpet about this Mm-mm. nobody because if they waiting on yo black ass dick they gonna die alone Come if, on, for now. a lot of dudes a lot of dudes would rather black women suffer if alone for some fucking reason to to, to validate racial uh loyalty that they do not plan on reciprocating is a waste of time ain't nothing wrong with black love ain't nothing wrong with black people finding each other i root for everybody finding consensual relationships where they can be happy and healthy i don't give a fuck what your race and your color is right i legit don't care you know what i mean i love and celebrate black love i swear to god i do but you know what i celebrate more happiness i love seeing happy people period right you can be miserable with a black person you be miserable by yourself you can be miserable with a white person you be miserable with whatever kind of person you want to date that that misery is sucks no matter how it got coordinated you know what i mean but happiness is so fucking rare i really vibe on seeing happy people you know period but the idea that everybody gets to celebrate dating outside of their race and i say celebrate because i see people celebrate it's not for all this it's uh just a choice it's not we live in a white patriarchal society nothing's just a choice everything we do is influenced by that whether it's fighting against it fighting with it trying to ignore it all of it exists in this fucking world that is influenced by it so you think it's a fucking coincidence that black women get chosen the least get written back the least on these sites 
you think that comes abstractly out of nowhere you know what i mean you can try to rationalize i was talking to a brother last night and he was trying to like figure the math out on it. he's like well maybe if these sites would adjust for like attractiveness because blah blah i said but here's the thing one you attractiveness is a loaded term that is also completely rife with white supremacy in america it's impossible for right. it not to be it's a certain body type it's a certain weight when you look at a diet for when you look at the 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 the, the uh information on the side of a fucking container of yogurt and it tells you what percentage of the diet is that's talking about a white woman's diet come on that's not even talking about it's like like i'm not saying it shouldn't apply but i'm just saying that's how much white people have been made the standard so when we're talking about beauty we're talking about whiteness it's impossible to separate so when we're talking about attractiveness which you know on some sites it used to be measured by having other people evaluate someone's picture and they'd be like like hot or not dot com almost but on a dating site and they'd be like this person's a 10 this person's an eight this person's a nine well here's the thing about nine ten eight whatever the fuck that is decided by a bunch of people who are living in a white patriarchal society and using that to evaluate what makes a black woman beautiful so let me guess long straight perm hair kind of skinny you know what i mean like anglo-saxon features maybe lighter skin so we can't even use that to be like this is this is a evening of the playing field we'll just say the other thing you're implying with that and and think gift and the curse right this economics uh (laughs) this economics uh uh concentration in my major gift and the curse right because i'm looking at it now like at the stats of it the 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 outliers the way that you have to study this right i'm looking at that i'm thinking about my stats class think about mean i'm thinking about um medians i'm thinking about averages right so let's talk about it do you think the black women on the site are getting the same ratings as the white women and the asian women nope so even if you took the same number of black women and said rate these women now let's take the same number of asian women rate these women take the same number of white women rate these women in an american society influenced by racism you think those women come out just it's all fair in the wash no if you were to take a cross-section of all the black women on the site you would find that black women as a whole would be rated lower in the tractor scale because we're racist same reason motherfucker tell you serena williams is like a man but you walk around and black people like nigga serena williams is bae what are we talking about right you know it's that shit all over again right so you know and some niggas i mean some people hate serena but you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. the like so so it's that shit all over again so we're talking about taking the outliers right the nines and the tens well if there were white if there's 200 white women there's 200 black women or let's just say 100 let's say 100 i guarantee you the nines and the tens in that white woman's cycle or whatever more of them will make it there because the people rating it are racist so it's gonna take a lot more for a black woman to even get up there this is the other part of this shit too you gotta throw in if you're not if you're saying that it's all equal and fair and that somehow black women are disproportionately affected what you're saying is only ugly black women sign up to the dating site and i don't believe that but not ugly other people right just a disproportionate amount of ugly black women sign up to dating sites but not ugly white women ugly asian women ugly no no it doesn't make sense you know what i mean and and it and it hurt i think because of patriarchy women are seen as somebody that you covet you buy you earn you take you you can afford you can own right now i'm not saying that's good this is the way it is though 
that's the reason that black women are disproportionately hurt by racism in a way that black men many times aren't you know not to say it's fair but in a lot in a lot of cases there it's like people are looking at them as like cheap almost like oh psh, a black woman psh, psh, i can do better than that i'll just take this ugly ass white woman i'll just take this ugly ass uh other, this other person could be ugly it's okay with me because they not black it's like a on added bonus that they not black that's the environment that she made this satirical statement in how dare you be fucking offended i don't then be offended at the other part too keep it balanced you know but you're not offended at that shit when you see some black dude making jokes or romanticizing the idea of dating a non-black woman i don't ever see these niggas called to the carpet by anybody other than black women i ain't never seen somebody stop and be like actually you know what kanye and jay-z when y'all did that niggas in paris video or otis when y'all did otis it's kind of weird that y'all only had white girl models in the uh video only time i see people notice that's black women i ain't never seen anyone call them to the no one's done an interview with them and said why would you do that this is such a pro-black album you, you know on my bitch you talk about how the the color and the race of women uh black women is just not respected in the uh historical standards of beauty and it's not fair so you make that cogent point on your album but then when it comes time to promote this video here we go with uh with this you know so it's that kind of it's that kind of shit is just very disheartening and that's in the environment that she wrote the book and that's in the environment that she made this joke and if you're offended by that go fuck yourself go fuck yourself one dude told me like well so i'm I mean, so I'm supposed to, how I'm supposed to find a woman when we telling black women to go out and find other men? I said, so Issa Rae's joke keeping you from finding a black woman? Come on now. Is that what you want me to believe in? Then I said, I said, he, he had, he like a hotel. He had the aunt on and this colorful dashiki. Oh I, no, don't I, engage. Don't engage. Yeah, I said, I said, your picture look like you, uh, waiting for a, uh, <laughs> a alabaster queen to come, uh, sweep you off your aunt right now. And he was like, so then guess what his response was baby what uh nah i got a black woman right now we've been together for blah 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 i said so then what the fuck are you acting mad about right where's the fake hurt coming from no black man that wants a black woman that 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 has respect for black women has a problem getting a black woman that's not like this is made up fucking problem yeah it is it's a made up problem if you are a black man and you're seeking a black woman believe you me they are black women out there meanwhile we constantly demand demand the fealty of black women we demand that they fucking do not have any attitude quips or qualms with the way that we talk about them the way that we fucking demand their loyalty from us the way that we talk about dating outside our race you know what i mean like how many black men have expected black women to do labor for them while they're married to a white woman right like this white woman is a lot to deal with guys but thank god for y'all i need y'all to come talk me through this shit and then there's no disconnect in their mind of like that's kind of fucked up we just expected black men in within the framework of blackness we are often coddled in the framework of blackness and i understand the impulse too because outside the framework of blackness we're not coddled like outside it's thug nigger go to jail kill this motherfucker i understand the impulse especially from our mothers our sisters our you know the people that see us that way it is to coddle us you know to protect us while they can because the world's not going to protect us and we're supposed to be these men that can be providers and all this stuff we're supposed to grow up and be uh these people 
you know what i mean but then we turn around and it's like stab in the back the second we get a chance you know it's like yeah my mom raised me yes my uh first love was black yes uh the person that did all this labor for me is black this my sisters my this my that but the second we get a chance to celebrate the otherness of women the access that we get that many black women do not get we turn around and be like why are you so salty i don't understand what did i do wrong i mean damn love is love right but love ain't love and it never has been you know we have to treat it that way because you'll go fucking crazy because love is so individual a um a task it's such an individual um thing that you take on and no one can know anyone's heart so i can't know for sure that your coveting of the woman that is not black is based on your anti-blackness for the woman that is black i can never know for sure many motherfuckers open their mouth and erase all doubt though right and never been a problem with that and your actions will show otherwise like right like if you are like hey i married somebody outside of my race but what i'm not gonna do is shit on the women that raised me and what she not gonna do is shit on the women in my life that raised me and that i love not just that but the children you procreate right you know it's that shit so like anyway all this shit to say how dare niggas try to be fucking mad about this shit it just it incensed me i was just like i can't like because it's laughable it's it's funny it's funny the fake flip-flopping because i have never seen a nigga be like i actually don't fuck with two chains why not because he always talking about foreign cars but then comparing to foreign women and i'm like don't you got a black family at home don't you got black kids and a black wife why are you celebrating this bullshit we never even put those qualifications on that art we don't you know when comedians make jokes about not want to date black women we never say you know what man i don't know we're not gonna see your next movie now we go but kevin hart got a black wife i mean yeah he made them dark skin jokes but he got a black wife he dark skin i mean it's different it's not different though we don't call them to the carpet that way and then after you get to that point it's this environment that is very harshly unfair to black women when it comes to the dating scene when it comes to these stats and these numbers don't fucking lie so once you get to the fact that you can't avoid these numbers i don't there's nothing left to say other than i'm yo i'm sorry that's fucked up do what you gotta do but don't wait on these niggas you'll have cobwebs on your pussy waiting on these niggas to fucking put a ring on it while they out here celebrating all the wrong fucking things like yep and and the thing is because of the demand unrealistic demand on black women to only love black men and black men only a lot of women who would even who may even consider uh, dating outside of race a lot of times are scared and frightened because it's one of those things where they feel like if they do they might have to deal with being looked at as other being ostracized being put outside the community losing their quote-unquote black girlfriend social circles and shit like that Mm -hmm. you know um a lot more the criticism is there regardless when particularly black people for some reason date outside their race but for men it's a little different than 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 it is for a woman yeah nah you're absolutely right I, i mean it there's a social pressure to it and there's a and like i said it's patriarchy too because it in all even the way that people talk about asian women that date outside the race if you look at those discussions in the asian community a lot of it's not healthy like the way that they talk about the women Mm -mm. as if you belong to me 
as if how dare you you know and the things they say like even that's not healthy but we need to all get over this idea because so much hurt's been done between interracially between men and women Mm -hmm. we all need to get over this shit everybody you know what i mean like black women love us so much i don't to to their detriment many times come on like they'll love us to death literally literally well you like wow because black men will hide behind they will hide the abuse behind racial solidarity like you gonna let them do me like this sister you know like we don't have time to do it today we'll do it tomorrow but r kelly's press release was you know what fuck it we doing it today all right Um, let's do it even r kelly's press release was about how um it's a black thing bitch what yeah zero to a hundred on this though a hundred yeah a hundred and then i gotta play this sound effect i'll try to turn the volume down because i know shit is loud and i haven't had a chance to uh to really uh work with this volume and try to get to it before it plays there we go uh but yeah we'll do take out the trash fuck it we'll go long today um the flash ain't even that good today all right so yeah it's 100 for me as well i forgot to mention and, and i just want to be clear on this too i don't care when anyone dates outside the race Mm-mm. just don't turn around and let me see you using that shit to bash everybody else in the race and the, and that's the problem that's it like and, and 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 that's the problem that black women have and 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 me as being a black woman let me tell you right now black women don't give a fuck who you put your dick in if it's not them we don't give a fuck the only time black women get outraged or get upset or even say any goddamn thing to you is when you use your significant other or her race or her ethnicity to tell us how we ain't shit. That's when black women will get mad. We don't give a fuck who you date, who you love, who you marry, who, how many baby mamas you got. We don't care. Quit putting out this false thing that black women are sitting around motherfucking worried about oh lord who's tyrone putting his dick in i don't give a goddamn who tyrone putting his dick in as long as tyrone don't bring her in my face talking about she better than me that's when i'll be like motherfucker what the hell is wrong with you other than that we don't give a fuck and i don't know where men get get this thing where they think that we actually care we don't we don't give a damn when you out with a white woman i smile and i keep it pushing i don't give a fuck most black women don't judge you and if they do they keep it internally and they don't say anything directly to you because there are some women that do struggle with that but what they don't do is just actually just talk out in the open like it's is is it's crazy and i understand why they feel that way but they're feeling that way because a lot of men in those situations actually bash them and they're under the assumption that you will too but a lot of that comes from hurt and pain of black men leaving them alone and and leaving them stranded and hurt and pain 
from them not feeling loved by the black men that they give they all in all to that abuse them and whoop their ass and beat them and punch them and turn around and leave them like 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 this pain isn't coming from anywhere so i completely understand why they feel like that but the average black woman could give a goddamn about you and who you fucking uh, i would just like to add on to that um black men make their racial paranoia part of black women's responsibility to clean up and that's that's just extra labor you know like my paranoia about not being woke not being real being seen as selling out my race being seen as hating black women i'm gonna turn that into a imaginary uh black woman that apparently hates uh to see me out like this you know and that and that's the part that like i said niggas do not want to claim that but that is where that shit comes from that whole stereotype of angry black women running up on interracial couples and giving them a piece of their mind it's not happening right but it is happening in your fucking head and that is some therapy you need that shit ain't got nothing to do with anybody outside of your relationship that's some therapy you got to deal with you know motherfuckers will take like one run in with one person possibly kind of in a little bit maybe she looked at me the wrong way they will take that shit to the grave and turn it into every black woman walking around hating on us meanwhile the motherfuckers taking care of your fucking kids black woman right your grandmamas your aunts your nieces all these motherfuckers the person feeding y'all when it comes to thanksgiving black woman don't nobody give a fuck about that shit man but you can't get out of your own head so you put it on everybody else everybody must be sitting around conspiring on your interracial relationship as if it ain't that important dog everybody is hey find love if you can find it that's it and the reason i know this shit is true is because i'm a black man i've had these conversations with niggas you know what i mean i've been places where like everybody was to assume to have must been wanting to date a black a white woman everyone in the room like i've been in rooms where it's like damn you ain't got a white woman oh, i didn't know that brother they, they shocked when i come in every day be looking like you that you that, that yo, your wife black i've had that conversation before i'm like what about me made you think i was sitting around fucking dating a white woman and then i realized what it is you know one it used to be my job and shit like that mm-hmm. but then two i'm in a room full of niggas that it, it was at a ymca where a lot of those dudes had access to white spaces and in their mind it was a foregone conclusion any black man with access to white space would be dating someone not black obviously why would they quote unquote settle for someone who was just black you know so like that's a reality i've seen with my own eyes and motherfuckers are not going to convince me that that's not true and what i never saw in those rooms was outrage from any fucking body you know what i mean i've never seen one person get called to the carpet for that anti-blackness right there and i've been the one to say shit to him like ain't that kind of fucked up i mean ain't you black you know what i mean like when you hit me with the like you know i'm like hey but you know i don't date black girls i mean they just had too much of an attitude nigga you got an attitude we all on the basketball court it, what are you talking about what are you talking about you know but it's that but it's that and and then so the huge part of that is just emotional labor we expect black women to do on the hind part of this because when one somebody might meet you and not like you or your fucking wife right just genuinely before we get to anything about race they might just not like your ass 
but in your mind that's a racist person they that they they didn't they saw us with a white woman and flipped the fuck out or maybe you looked at them kind of sideways because you paranoid right you know so it puts everyone in this fucking weird position of having to be overly friendly so that we don't think you go home and talk about us because you feel fucking weird about it like i like i personally don't like doing that extra labor for you so you and it doesn't happen as much for men like with black men that's kind of an understanding of like hey 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 got me a white woman you know what I'm saying? i did my thing right can't hate on that right there's a because men are coveting women we're get we're the ones who go get the women right but when it comes to black women mm-mm, they expect a fucking smile they expect, expect eye contact can i get you something to drink is everything going good because if they don't get that shit they are all up in their feelings like these black women don't like us they mad that i'm with you like nah nigga it's just maybe everybody in the world is not catering to what the fuck your ego's on right now learn to be okay with that shit when you walk out the house stop putting in your fucking your com your comedy stand up stop putting in your fucking books stop putting in your fucking uh television shows like donald glover did like don't just take this fucking idea out it's a stupid idea it's a stupid trope and it's very harmful and it hurts our race just stop it and and have fun do whatever you date whoever the fuck you want just keep the anti-blackness out of it that's it there's a lot of woke motherfuckers dating white women and everybody's letting them cook because we're like doesn't seem to be a coon to me why would i ever have a problem with that that's all that matters you know you telling me if uh if van jones walked in my house with his white wife and ben carson walked in my house with his black wife i'm gonna let ben carson stay nah it's that's not how that goes so just stop putting that shit on us because we don't give a fuck and we're not worried about that shit you know so anyway to see the niggas try to flip-flop it on Issa Rae was just so stupid and misplaced and yes you can feel the jokes were whack or corny or whatever high, cliche you know whatever i get that you might just not like Issa Rae in general you might have other issues with her comedy and shit you ain't gotta write me to tell me about it. i don't work for her but that passage that excerpt out of that context was just fucking stupid to see niggas try to pretend to be mad knowing they about to turn up some motherfucking (laughs) some motherfucking songs that's talking about dating some non-black women and how dope and cool that makes that rapper be get the fuck out of here somebody talking about you can't compare rap to um to comedy i was like why the fuck can't i because you can take both of them just as not serious right one of them's comedy one of them's actually designed to not be taken that seriously right so you did choose to take her word seriously and you absolutely do choose to ignore rappers who give us pervasive messages of anti-blackness when it comes to women all the goddamn time all right now to the trash r kelly responds to time's up campaign singer is a target of greedy conscious malicious conspiracy in response to an initiative undertaken by women of color the women of color branch within time's up to join the online hashtag mute r kelly campaign a rep of the singer has issued the following statement from his management r kelly supports the pro women goals of the time's up movement so we just starting off on lies okay so we just gonna start okay we understand criticizing the famous artists is a good way to draw attention to those goals and in this case it is an unjust and off target hey man what happened to his pr people quitting how did this statement come out remember 
he wasn't supposed to have nobody around him no more because the latest documentary he, he's still paying so as long as he's paying somebody gonna have a job who was the person that got that phone call that had to uh uh hello Morrow and associates uh pr firm hey man this is uh oh kelly i normally don't do this but uh i'm gonna need some representation right now i don't know if you heard about me uh in the news uh we we, we definitely heard about you and uh we we uh we are just so busy right now we just have so Ooh, so full oh i i mean i wish i could mm, get to it the office is full right now shh i'm trying to keep everybody quiet when right. they're making too much noise in the background we also work for kanye and chance the rapper and all the people that co-sign them so we just do not have the time we are so full of statements and notes apps uh screenshots right now we just uh i'm, so, I'm gonna have to say no mr kelly mm-hmm. I'm, I'm 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 not trying to be rude but uh no uh yeah that's how i feel i feel like every call and then finally got to somebody that's like you know they bills is behind like it's three months past dude come on they about to get kicked out they the office like, they was like is your checks clean right <laughs> if they're clean I, i'm gonna take the job right is this this is r kelly um how much you paying y- y- y'all paying court 45 oh i know what you want i know what you want you only i'm gonna have some sigum gin i'm in this <laughs> oh, motherfucker man we fully support the rights of women to be empowered to make their own choices time's up has neglected to speak with any of the women who welcome r kelly's support and it has rusted judgment without the facts what women are welcoming his support the the people buying tickets he good them people you can't them count people them don't count them <laughs> people don't count i have two sex late i mean young women right here that will tell you i'm great tell them bitch like nah nigga you <laughs> <laughs> women how old are these women don't be asking no questions okay that's it interview over soon it will become clear mr kelly is a target of a greedy conscious and malicious conspiracy to demean him his family and the women with whom he spends his time you mean the children kelly's music is part of american and african-american culture that should never and will never be silenced i told you niggas will harm their own community and then run behind black solidarity and some people eat that shit up too like some some people will straight up eat that shit up um but yeah uh it says um since america was born black men and women have been lynched for having sex or being accused of it how did we get here i think he's trying to invoke the emmett till thing we will vigorously resist this attempted public lynching of a black man who has made extraordinary contributions for the culture thanks for listening r kelly management I think he somebody like some, I believe what somebody said. I think he wrote this himself. They listen. My thing is this rollerplate. Like, how many times have we had the so and so was lynched when it's a black man, and he's harming black women? Are they say the same? Chuck D tweeted out a retweeted a video from YouTube of a black woman and Boyce Watkins talking about uh Bill Cosby was lynched. And I'm like, y'all love to do this to abusive black men to say, to hold them up on a pedestal of like martyrdom. Like, Sometimes them niggas just wrong. Yeah, this ain't that. 
if your freedom and your uh ability to not be punished comes at the expense of black children i'm not here for it you can go you know i, I mean look I, I i'm not um i'm i'm just i'm just not gonna be fooled by that shit it's so stupid you know so i'm 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 glad that mute r kelly is going around i hope people are cutting ties with him he shouldn't be able to tour he shouldn't be able to make money um and and more than anything he should have went to prison a long time ago for this shit and that that'll probably never happen at this point but i hope i hope if they find a way i hope they find a way to get him because it's 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 ridiculous it's beyond ridiculous at this point you know and i am pointing the finger at all the black people that still hold him up you know because i've seen black women within the community still be like this shit don't matter and i don't know why but the but the song's good or i don't know why this ain't a problem and i'm like (laughs) but if if so we gotta we gotta act like him being a pedophile not a big deal because you still like his songs that's a lot the songs are about sex like i'm not saying you gotta cancel everybody i mean but you can't control how other people perceive them like you can't have it both ways if you're gonna like his music and enjoy it do that but just know you're gonna be judged and that's the thing they want to do it and not be judged and that's not happening you would do this to a black man i don't know day when you go well these are little black girls first of all they fast you see them little girls it's like well you don't even disagree that it happened right you're just saying it's okay to do it to a little black girl it's it's weird it's weird but it's also like just marks of the trauma we have experienced within our community and that we've done each other because what has happened is the sexual relationships between older black men and these little black girls has become normalized to a lot of black people to a point where they don't where they find hey at least he still covets black black girls and black women you know it's living some type of weird ass black fantasy for me you know like and i'm like nah that fetishization all that shit's wrong dog they're children nah. so yeah it, but he when i was a kid i remember hearing rumors of him trying to marry Aaliyah, mm-hmm. and i was just a kid and i remember that being in the source and i was like surely that's not what a, that has to be a rumor of some type mm-hmm. because all the adults involved in the music industry that are around should all go this is not allowed to happen yeah. like Aaliyah's parents somebody some a manager somewhere should be like this guy's uh praying on an underage girl just because she's famous it shouldn't be okay but then years later we watch tiger and kylie or whatever the fuck date it's like it just don't apply to famous people to certain people yep they didn't check when they said that he did marry her yeah okay so he did marry her yeah like and he i think did. it was a note or some shit right but the point being like that and and then yeah someone said in the chat too if he did that to a white girl it'd be over so we so like we, what do, anyway all right all right i'm getting frustrated uh <laughs> it's just it's just ridiculous um oh and somebody asked what episode was that that donald glover did it to uh it's the one um this season i think two weeks ago where van goes to meet drake it's called champagne poppy uh we did a review of it on uh this too much with me and bossy it's probably still on the free feed if you listen to this too much but yeah that moment resonated with a lot of people because it was so fucked up and a lot of anti-black women people spread that clip around of that black woman getting the um getting the attitude with uh the 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 celebrity black man dating a white woman 
and they went that's how it be that's how them sisters be doing it's very harmful and very and, and everybody involved should be ashamed and that episode was written by a white woman all right going to the next level uh next segment i'm at mm-hmm. actually going to a new level too we're gonna take this show up a notch y'all mm-hmm. <laughs> the next level of tbgwt i don't know i'm not even ready for where where, where we getting ready to go then mm-hmm. come back it's just gonna be nothing but us saying the n-word and no no actual topics nope just nigga 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 right. nigga 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 be the whole show somebody told me not to say the n-word today when i was talking about kanye mm, nigga. i was like yeah okay nigga please um yeah, that's word that's one word i never give up nigga right. never give it up that means i don't love my people i guess i don't love them because i love that word mm-hmm. that's, that's one thing i'm trying mm-hmm. to tell you if i got to to be black and and be a female and deal with racism and injustice and all this other bullshit i got the motherfucking right to say nigga all right um bill cosby was found guilty of sexual assault in his retrial got him took time took his time but justice finally prevailed Mm-mm-mm. very long he faces a maximum sentence of 10 years and a fine of twenty five thousand dollars on each of three counts he's 80 years old um dying at the end. maybe if he i mean i doubt he's getting all 10 of them years oh that's true yeah it, i mean be, he's rich he'll be six months in probation all right he'll probably get sick they'll let him out he'll be fucking at home on like he'll probably get to do prison at home or some shit like that mm-hmm. uh but uh yeah i'm glad they glad they finally got him and you know that they listened to all the evidence because they said um it was those depositions that got him mm. his own depositions which they said that in the line on the first one right mm-hmm. um charlie rose who was accused of sexual improprieties right mm-hmm uh disgraced anger now at this point he now says he will anchor a show uh where he'll interview other high profile men who have also been toppled by the me too scandals what about his career though karen it's got to be over with this isn't fair this poor man what's he gonna do now oh i know he'll host a show about the shit that he did with other men who also did fucked up shit towards women and uh it'll be on tv and he'll get a check for that and that's okay that's gonna be fine but but what about these poor men they've ended women's careers to protect the secrets of their abuse come on but but this nigga gonna just come back on tv and 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 talk about it with other men like even if he would have thought i didn't do it and i was falsely accused why would you start interviewing all the men like all of us must have been falsely accused Mm-mm. you don't think just there's a good percentage of men you're interviewing that did the shit even if you thought you even if you literally didn't do it which obviously i think he did do it this is the behavior of somebody that did that shit it's just ridiculous right yep the move was revealed by editor writer and women's advocate tina brown who confirmed page six that she was recently approached to produce a me too atonement series starring rose who would interview others embroiled in sexual harassment scandals it's supposed to be an atonement series mm-hmm. she said that she passed on the project 
of course she first mentioned proposed rose uh redemption show while she appeared in a q a this week at brooklyn bridge park conservancy or uh women's luncheon she said uh, said a source tina said she just been emailed about co-hosting a new show with charlie rose and what she they interviewed louis ck matt lauer and others caught up in the me too sexual harassment scandals some of them stories that came out why bitch why who asked for this it's funny how we make a way for these guys to come back but not the women though but, but, but not the women but bitches be all about that money bitches be trying who, who bitches be trying to make careers and shit where are all these women at where their talk shows also i don't want to see two sexual harassers interview each other hey so then what happened well she claimed i walked in and i start sucking on them titties you know what i'm saying i like she said but mr ck i'm at work what are you doing and charlie rose gonna be over there on the other side like mm, go on and, and then did you like touch a butthole or something what oh oh, oh are we still recording right, so, are we so did I, this just into a weird territory with two people who are accused of sexual harassment interviewing each other that look like we reliving our highlights this is a stupid idea yeah, like you're gonna get really get them hard hitting questions right or is it gonna be the slowest show ever i mean the sh- shortest show ever i didn't do it i didn't do it either we'll be back next week come on, on me in. too with charlie rose where we both didn't do it and uh tell me before you leave what's your movie you're coming out this week because we got to make sure we go see it since you definitely didn't do it and i have no more questions that's gonna be how it goes right unless they're gonna do some maury shit where they bring out the women i'd be okay with that i didn't do it well that's funny because we have some people with spike bats who would like to talk to you coming up after the break mm-hmm. <laughs> when we come back the confrontation dun, 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 right. dun. <laughs> you be like these women agreed to come here and speak with you today right um but yeah man fuck this show fuck right. everything about it uh fuck charlie rose uh and any agent that books a person to go on there is also a dumbass that should be the first show that fails because they couldn't get guests can you imagine hey louie i got a great idea man rather than just quietly keep doing stand up and come back on the low you need to do an interview talking about this shit with another nigga that's accused of doing some shit nah i'm good uh khalees claims she endured a lot of mental and physical abuse during her marriage to nas it was really dark there was a lot of drinking there was a lot of mental and physical abuse khalees said she told uh hollywood unlock ceo jason lee oh the other jason lee on thursday april 6th i probably would have stayed longer had i not been pregnant with knight because i really did love him and because we were married we weren't dating we were married like this was my person marriage is a trap they put on these women sometimes man mm-hmm. and sometimes people actually rush into marriage when um a lot of abusive men and manipulative men will actually ask women to marry him just so she won't leave particularly if it's on a rock so they have a, a idea she's going to leave that's a trick to get I, you to stay long also time. like just for the time they're little girls we tell like get married get married get married you know it's like that thing we say like a lot of times i feel like a woman's more in love with a wedding than a marriage of course yeah you know what i mean because like you if you don't do this you're not a complete woman mm-hmm. so then you do it and then you're trapped to some motherfucker that's less than uh spectacular right and like and not to be funny and it's almost reversed 
I didn't have a wedding, and the number one question I get is why or what's wrong with you. Like, like I'm like I'm the odd person out. I didn't go to the prom, so the same thing because people have so much ingrained. This is quote unquote what you must do as a woman. That if you don't do that, something must be wrong with you. You're abnormal, and you're like, nah, it's just it. I didn't want to do um yeah so the my life on the plate cookbook author says she believed at the time that Nas 44 was her soulmate but after nearly a decade of staying silent she decided to come forward i waited nine years to say something i've never talked about this man ever the amount of airing out that i could do i've chosen not to our kids will find out they're finding out now i've never painted myself as a saint did he hit me Mm-hmm. did i hit him back Mm-hmm. khalees said her relationship with the grammy nominated rapper had so many intense highs and really intense lows throughout the years that they would often have a bad night wake up the next morning like it never happened it wasn't until chris brown or saw rihanna that the she decided it was time to leave i remember so clear when rihanna's pictures came out because i had bruises all over my body at the time she recalled becoming visibly emotional i wasn't ready to walk away i just wasn't i'm not weak but i'm really private i don't like people knowing my business i felt like this is my partner i chose this we're gonna do this we're gonna make it work yeah and abusive people really rely on that feeling mm-hmm. well if you leave you failed you failed to save me and change me and to make me treat you better um, that's not my job nor is that my responsibility you grown ass man and she basically said i moved on i'm married i have another baby my life is good but yeah it's the first time i talk about it and mm-hmm. yeah. i didn't know all that shit but you know obviously people kind of ignoring it for now Nas, I don't think has issued any level of response to it. Mm-mm. Um, I don't think he's ever rapped about it or talked about it in an interview or anything. Mm-mm. So a lot of times people hold water for folks like that, man. Yeah, and that's the thing when it comes to like abuse and abusive people. You know, it's like they treat you like shit, and then be like, "It's your job to fix me." No, it's not. Uh, Russell Simmons had one of his lo- lawsuits dismissed. Uh, a, a five million dollar rape lawsuit was dismissed after uh simmons says that the woman who accused him of rape uh sent him news weeks after she allegedly you know the alleged assault happened what does that got to do with anything uh well the judge looked at it like if he raped you why would you be sending him news i guess i I mean i don't legally know how you would litigate that um and if that was uh yeah i don't know how you would do it because that don't mean the incident didn't happen yeah at the time according to the lawsuit she told a few close friends but it wasn't until other women came forward with allegations that she decided to move forward on her own and turn simmons filed a response to the suit claiming that the sexual relationship between the two was consensual he also referenced the text messages and unsolicited news jurassic sent him after the alleged rape using it as proof that she was in it for the money since then though the lawsuit has been dismissed um so yeah both parties filed a joint stipulation of dismissal with prejudice meaning that she cannot refile so maybe he paid or maybe he didn't maybe literally the judge looked at that and said that's fishy because they also said there were take messages and shit um so i don't know that shit's always complicated but she ain't the only one accusing him Mm-mm. and even if this is a case of false accusation i literally hope that people don't go well then all the other 10 women must be lying because that's that's what people try to do with bill cosby too correct um so yep um I'll do one more uh t- this one ah oh, this one yeah. oh, this one hurts this one hurts <laughs> not for the man but for the, another reason y'all which will be clear in, in a second 
so tom brokaw is accused of sexual harassment by a former nbc anchor linda vester had a reputation for covering tough stories as a war correspondent for nbc news in the 90s she spent three tours of duty in the middle east and took two assignments in africa and it goes on and on about how you know she was uh um you know she she was a uh a very good journalist and shit and then this nigga uh she said harassed her um she alleged he physically tried to force her force her to kiss him on two separate occasions groped her in an nbc conference room and showed up at her hotel room uninvited two friends who vester told at the time corroborated her story with variety and she shared her journal entries from the time period brokaw who has been married to meredith all since 1962 has never before been publicly accused of sexual harassment a statement from him supplied by nbc news spokesman brokaw said of the allegations i met with linda vester on two occasions both at her request 23 years ago because she wanted advice with respect to her career at nbc the meetings were brief cordial and inappropriate and despite linda's allegations i have no i made no romantic overtures towards her at the time at that time or any other now i'm not saying whatever but the thing is you really think she waited fucking 23 years to bring this shit up for no reason at all that was the big conspiracy plan yes if i wait 23 years women will eventually form a movement via social media that will enable us to it's like come on yeah no nobody has no idea she was 28 at the time of the alleged incident she said she didn't report his conduct to the police or nbc human resources because she was scared it would end her career she left nbc in 1999 and went on to anchor her own show on fox news through 2006 she's speaking out now because she believes her story shed lights on the culture of nbc news where she believes male bosses treated their female colleagues as objects after today co-host matt Lau was fired for inappropriate conduct involving an nbc employee last november um now one of the things interesting she works at fox news so like speaking of places where they don't treat women good like you would if you would then you would really jumped out of the pan to the to the fryer to the fire on that one Whew. man just to do news that's crazy man i can't imagine my life being like that i want to be a news anchor well i hope you're ready for people to try to fuck you any chance they get i don't want to be a news anchor no more <laughs> like what the fuck i'm good uh what linda is doing like others before her oh wait so then there's the part that um that really bothered me though um the women who work at msnbc and nbc put out a letter where they all signed it to say that um that he's always treated them right and like rachel maddow was one of the people that signed that shit why are people doing this why because your relationship with him has nothing to do with how he treated me right and my thing is even if i believe him and i don't think he did it why the fuck would i put why would i put a a a letter out to why would i i would just be like well we'll see what happens i don't know we'll see i wasn't there i hope you didn't do it they come out two weeks later that's photograph evidence now my letter my name's on a letter that makes it seem like i fucking co-signed you being abusive towards this woman Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and now the nbc staffers are coming out saying they felt pressured to sign the letter defending him you know i don't know man the amount of bravery i guess needed to fucking stop this shit will require somebody being like i'm not signing the shit no like this feels wrong i don't wrong. know if he did it or not but i'm not signing the shit 
because if it goes to the left i'm gonna look like a motherfucking fool rachel maddow mika brzezinski andrea mitchell and maria shriver signed this shit like why how can you do that in any good conscience man yeah because you don't know you don't know what's gonna come out you don't know what information is 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 there are you gonna hide it behind some legalese trash like i mean i I was just only saying that he had never treated me bad which is true i mean you can't say that uh you know i mean this is technically like no nigga just don't sign it no well do you are you saying look what i'm saying is i'm not signing that shit you know it's like that woman from um uh transparent the other day she had a great statement hey you know what it's not about how i feel and it's not about how i was treated just because he didn't treat me that way does not mean he didn't treat these women this way and it's more important the voice of the victims be supported and their stories be heard let's leave it at that right because that's the thing abusers don't abuse every fucking body they cross right ridiculous uh all right man uh let's do some sore ratchetness and get out of here we talked for a while we went a little bit over time mm-hmm. uh, y'all some extra time yeah y'all got a little extra today you know what i'm saying we'll be back tomorrow too to do this we'll, we'll probably do a lot more funnier shit i feel like mm-hmm. today's show is a little a little bit of a downer but you know what that's how I, that's that's real life come on there's so much shit to be happening you know i ain't uh, i'm not out here to pretend for y'all or to be corny or whatever you know the show's not always uh, a buck, bucket of laughs. Sometimes life sucks. All right, yeah. sore ratchet this time. um how about this one a lafayette man is sentenced to probation and work release in a samurai sword incident oh he's accused of trying to stab his roommate with a samurai sword he was sentenced to jail work release and probation last week after accepting a plea deal that saw prosecutors drop the attempted murder charge he initially faced see we don't take this shit seriously Devin Trey Leach, 22, pleaded guilty to one count of attempted second-degree assault with a deadly weapon on February 1st in exchange for prosecutors dropping charges of attempted murder, attempted first-degree assault, and felony menacing. He was sentenced Friday to six months of jail, work release, and three years of probation. Hmm. Got off light for somebody to try to kill somebody with a sword. Right. Because Leach was on probation for a 2016 menacing case, at the time of the offense he also was given a 10-day work crew sentence for violation of his probation so he was already a menacing motherfucker with a case oh, on man. him and he still and got this light ass sentence and then i talk about his face being menacing he was doing some shit he tried to kill some people and this but this oh i guess it's okay well okay this time you get work release nigga okay somebody this, said white what color is he oh he white yeah. he look white as hell um the police were called to the apartment on september 2nd report of a fight leach and one other person were drinking in the apartment when his roommate came home leach began demanding money from the roommate and a verbal argument started leach then began to try and fight his roommate and adult male and he grabbed the samurai sword and attempted to stab him the roommate was somehow able to block the attack and lock himself in the bedroom until police arrived the roommate had cuts and scrapes but declined medical treatment on the scene police said leach initially fled the scene but eventually was arrested by police officers all right guys that is it for today uh for premium people i just want to let y'all know uh we may uh we may or may not do balls deep this week justin's traveling 
and we'll see you know and also i could use the break i'm a little tired we need to take more breaks despite what karen tried to make me do all this extra work uh i'm gonna I'm stick to my guns and yeah because i y'all just don't know i was trying to make him he was like no yeah i had to tell her no that was it was getting ridiculous okay we work hard as is but speaking of working hard you also will be getting in your feed this week um me and amber p of the black chick watching podcast um uh we uh reviewed um all season we did all season review for jessica jones season two so uh, i think you guys enjoy that if you watch jessica jones and uh you love hated the characters on there as much as we did i think you'll be looking forward to that so thank you guys for listening and we'll be back tomorrow until then i love you i love you too